Welcome to Reaching World Podcast, where we highlight the world's largest network of influencers for good, love, and service. Join us in saying thank you to these incredible individuals and organizations by listening, subscribing, and sharing their legacies. And by doing this together, we will help inspire others to leave their legacy of service and love. I'm your host, Zach Garner. So yeah, Jake, go ahead and introduce your, uh, yourself to our podcast listeners. Uh, yeah, so my name is Jake Overall. I am the CEO and founder of Boise Codeworks, which is a software development bootcamp uh, where we train people to become uh, software engineers uh, in about a 13-week program uh, and then help them find placement in the industry. So tell us about the business model. We started up the business, uh, my brother and I, uh, more than four years ago, the idea or the concept of a coding boot camp is not necessarily new. Um, with such a high demand in um, just the need for skilled developers, uh, pretty much everyone across uh, any industry has these days, the, the demand for developers has just skyrocketed. And so coding boot camps kind of popped up to kind of uh, help fill that gap of talent. Um, and so we, again, are, are building that talent up um, and the bootcamp model originally started in the Silicon Valley and uh, it just has been proven to be crazy successful. Talk to us about how many students have gone through and um, some success stories that your school has produced. Because obviously you guys are training and educating the next you know, major demand for work, like you said, because everything is computer engineer, software, coding. So you're right in the trenches of you know, training these, these next generation of workers. So tell us a highlight or two from your, from your experience at CodeWorks. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's one of the main reasons why we enjoy uh, doing what we do is uh, seeing those student success stories. And so just kind of looking through, you know, and, and we have, we have a bunch of stories like this, but one in particular that I really enjoy is uh, we had a student who um, showed up to, to our class um, kind of went through our full enrollment process and then um, made it in. And just through the course of the 13 weeks, getting to know him, he was actually coming from a background in building like high rise buildings, right? He worked with still. And one of the main reasons he decided to join our program uh, was because he was nearly killed on the job um, with just it being a very, very dangerous workplace and things of that nature. Uh, he about had a of still dropped on him, right? Yeah, just so crazy, crazy story. And so his wife said, you've got to find a safer line of work, right? And so he did his research and kind of came uh, came to us and decided he wanted to become a software developer. Uh, and we were able to take him with absolutely zero background in, in software development uh, prior to coming into our program. After completing the program, he was actually one of our very first students hired out as, as a software developer. Uh, and it, it was just awesome to see him go from a life where his career field was actually very quite dangerous to really the most dangerous thing that uh, happens here as a software developer is, um, you know, it can be done, uh, can be undone with like a control Z command or something of that nature. So, yeah. And then then we have several other stories like that. Um, People coming in from like minimum wage jobs or even people coming in from, you know, one um, college degree where, uh, they've either worked in their industry for a while and have decided that they don't really enjoy it anymore or, you know, they have their college degree, but um, it's in something that's not quite as technical of a skill. So just finding employment is very difficult. Uh, and then after coming through our program, we're able to help uh, place them into into a career field. And 
it's just, you know, the main reason why we do what we do is we love those student success stories. Yeah, absolutely. How motivating every day to, to do that because it's, it's a much bigger purpose than yourself. That That's what makes those type of businesses rewarding and motivating, I'm sure. Um, so Jake, obviously you as an entrepreneur, you've run, you've run into obstacles all the time. That's just the story and the nature of the beast of running your own business, but especially running your own business as a school, essentially a boot camp. Talk to us about an obstacle or two that you've overcome to get to where you are today. You know, that is definitely a constant and an expectation um, as I've done this now for several years, just kind of realizing that you're right. When you start a business, you're going to run into roadblocks and you're going to have hurdles uh, that you have to overcome. And, you know, I, I think that there's there's quite a bit of things there from an academic standpoint. Uh, one, one, one thing that was kind of funny is when I first started up the code school, I had an idea of I wanted to take people and I wanted to train them uh, to be talented individuals uh, that I could potentially turn around and hire for my own needs, right? And so I start off saying, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna put together some curriculum and I'm going to put together what I want these students to know. And then I'm just going to start teaching people. <laughs> and what I, what I failed to do my research on is uh, all the legalities around actually having like a school, right? And the filing with like the Idaho Board of Education um, and just kind of insurance <laughs> and all those other little things that you don't think about, right? And I think that that's something that happens to a lot of entrepreneurs is you have your little like baby idea that you, you say, this is what I want to do. And then you start doing it. And I started just getting letters in the mail from these different organizations saying, hey, you need to do this. You have to have this paperwork in place. Like, <laughs> you know, so it was it was just kind of funny overcoming all of that and just kind of learning uh, the, the ropes of uh, the, you know, necessary documentation was just kind of just kind of funny, uh, truthfully. So. Talk to us about Boise Codeworks's, you know, legacy. Like, what do you want to be remembered by, and what do you want Boise Codeworks to the legacy you want your your program to be remembered by? Yeah, that's a that's actually a really good question, and one that um, maybe you don't think about on that daily basis of what type of mark am I actually like leaving? Um, perhaps when all this is said and done, type of idea. Um, and I think for me individually, um, and I know that a lot of the, the, the people I work with, my team, you know, my brother, you know, those of us that are the core members of the CodeWorks team, a lot of us are here doing what we do primarily for the, the help and the success stories that, that these students have, right? I think on kind of that, that longer term goal is one of the things I originally set out to do was to kind of elevate the, the bar of what is, what does the industry need uh, as far as a junior software developer is concerned? And uh, what can a junior actually do coming into the workforce for these companies? And just kind of being able to demonstrate, you know, here's a skilled group of, uh, of developers and, you know, here's what actual like work expectations are. And I think that that's something that um, we've been able to do quite successfully. You know, there, there's been companies along the way that have been kind of naysayers, right? And then there's been other companies along the way that are you know, say, that's incredible. And that's awesome. And uh, we'd love to support you in this. And so it's just been kind of interesting over the several years to kind of watch and see how that talent pool has grown and how companies who originally thought we were crazy for what we're doing are now, you know, pounding on our doors looking for for talent. And so that's another one of those things that's just awesome to see and kind of sit back and reflect on and say, uh, you know, we, we are really opening up the doors for new talent um, and also kind of lowering the cost for uh, these businesses to get into the tech space, you know, and we, we were able to accomplish kind of both of those. Yeah. 
That's fascinating. Good for you, man. Now, what would you tell a struggling entrepreneur that's listening to this podcast that wants to give up on their dreams or their aspirations? That's a really good thing. And it is, I, I think about that question on that same way of saying, if I could go back and give myself one piece of advice from when I started, really truthfully, and it, it sounds it sometimes sounds weird to say, uh, because a lot of times you hear people tell you to dream big, right? But the concept of dreaming big, I think, has to be very closely followed up with saying maintain a very narrow scope. Because one of my biggest pieces of advice um, and one of the things that I had a really hard time figuring out my first uh, couple of years was not being able to say no to what might be, right, uh, potential opportunities. And trying to just say yes and accommodate everyone, ultimately just I spread myself way too thin and almost hit that point of failure just very early on. Uh, and it's because uh, I didn't have a narrow focus scope. Um, of saying like, what is my core goal as a company? And what am I actually setting out to do? And let's perfect that piece first. Let's do that better than anyone else. And then all of these other things will come into place when when it's time for them to come into place. Uh, and, and that that I just think is the for for me, again, it was the just being able to, for the very first time, tell someone, you know, really, I, I just I can't I have to say no to that opportunity, because I I know that I've, I've already stretched myself too thin and kind of rolling all that back in would be my best piece of advice. And don't ever give up on your dream. You know, it, just work hard and it'll come there. Yeah, I can imagine running your school that you do a lot of good ideas and concepts and business models been presented and pitched to you. So hats off to you for once again, keeping that laser focus on your school. And I think you said something very key there, doing it better than anybody else in the market. You became obsessed with that concept and idea. And that's why your school is just exploding in the valley. Everybody knows Boise Codeworks. So hats off to you for that. So obviously you're balancing a lot, a school, running your own business, your family life, your social life. You know, what is your daily routine or your weekly routine that you would suggest or recommend to our listeners? I would say more than anything, if you can, surround yourself with talented people who share your belief and share your vision. Um, that alone, uh, and, and it's hard in the early early stages, and that I understand. Um, but just having having business partners and employees uh, who share your your vision and take pride in their work, um, and have that same belief of saying, you know, what we are doing here is worth our time, energy, and effort. Um, is just key to being successful because at some point in time, regardless of how great of an individual you are, you're still just an individual and you won't be able to do it all yourself. Uh, you will have to depend on other people. Um, and so, you know, every now and again, you have to have those those coordinating meetings to make sure that we're all on the same page and that we're all working towards the same goal. And while sometimes it feels like maybe work's not getting done while you're just, you know, shooting the bull in a meeting or something of that nature, those are important um, uh, just kind of relationship building experiences and kind of helps keep everyone like-minded. Um, and I think that is the, 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 the real true secret. Um, you know, our success has just started exploding when we finally got all of the right people in the right places. And I'm glad you said finally got the right people. Sometimes we have to go through a lot of people but that's crucial, surrounding yourself with the right people. You know, walk our listeners through your school. Like week one, we learned this. Week two, we learned this. Like be sure to tell us, you know, where to find you, your websites, your social media platforms. You know, if I have a question, who do I reach out to? 
and get in contact with at CodeWorks Boise? Uh, yeah, to just kind of to lay out the curriculum here, the the first couple weeks of the course are dedicated to what we call the foundations of web development. So week one, it's going to be some HTML and some CSS. You know, week two, we start getting into fundamentals of JavaScript, um, you know, your basic programming language. Week three is when we, you know, we and we tell our all of our students is that's where things get tough. That's where at the start of week three is when you're going to start learning the information that you're never going to find in the online like YouTubes and Udemy's and things of that nature. Uh, we that's where we start introduce, introducing the industry specific knowledge uh, and ultimately the best practices and the things that as as a developer, if you're not writing your code in a very particular way, um, and I look at your portfolio, I immediately know. Uh, this person is self-taught. This person, you know, might have some talent, but I'm going to have to correct a lot of bad behaviors. Uh, and so that's where we start that uh, training is right there at week three. And then we continue really keeping a, a major focus on that as we move into application development throughout pretty much the remainder of the program. Uh, we focus then on server side concerns. Uh, we start connecting to different databases, looking at different um, storage options. Um, and kind of, you know, weighing you know, what are our best choices for the application that we're building. Uh, we then eventually move into a completely different language outside of um, kind of JavaScript and the web. We introduce uh, an enterprise level language that's C Sharp. Uh, it's written by Microsoft and maintained by Microsoft. So it's a very well-respected language and we start teaching all of our students that. Um, and that takes you pretty much till the end of the course uh, where the final project, uh, we kind of give the students a list of requirements and uh, an open slate and say, you've got a week to figure it out. Uh, here's kind of your standard workload as a developer uh, and prove to yourself that you're ready to hit the industry by completing this project. Um, and so that's that's kind of what we do that that I guess is technically the second to final week. The very final week, we bring in a bunch of employers from the uh, community uh, and they actually do guest presentations and mock interviews um, where we call them mock interviews. Uh, whereas in, in all reality, what we've done for the student in that situation is we've gotten them past the basic HR screen and we're putting them in front of potential hiring partners. Uh, and so that's a that's a really great opportunity. Uh, and that kind of just wraps up the full 13 week program. Uh, again, we've been in business for the last four and a half years. Uh, we've managed to maintain uh, and, and a student placement rate uh, for our graduates out of our full stack program, right around 80 to uh, 85 percent placement, you know, since we started. And so that's a number that we're very, very proud of. Um, um, and so for anyone that was looking to gain more information just about uh, Boise CodeWorks, they can go to BoiseCodeWorks.com, um, look us up on Facebook. If uh, <laughs> if you give us a call, chances are you're going to be talking to Brittany. Uh, she is just Awesome. She's our student success coordinator, and she's just uh, just incredible uh, at what she does. And she uh, she's essentially taken on the role of uh, what students come to call her as Code Mom. Uh, and you know, she just really helps the students um, manage and maintain kind of their life while they're still going through this very rigorous program. And so uh, that's that's who you would be reaching out to through Facebook or, or our website. So. But do one more sales pitch to our listeners if you know why they should come join your school and learn the foundations of coding from your school. Yeah, the the thing about today's industry is that tech uh, tech is just consuming the world, and it's it's funny. It's one of those things where a lot of people 
are used to that concept of saying, hey, if I hate my phone today, it doesn't matter because I'm just going to get a new one in two years. Um, or I've had a phone for almost two years now, and this thing's a piece of junk, so it's time to upgrade, which is just, it, it's it's crazy. But tech is really, truly just consuming the world. And it's not just in mobile apps, it's it's everywhere. And the thing that I think everyone needs to remember is the concept that for as much hardware that you see, there is way more software. Uh, and there is some t- statistic, there's like 50.1 billion devices connected to the internet. And, and that's just... I think that averages out to about six internet connected devices per person, which is just an astronomical number, right? And behind every single time you tap on your phone or you click your mouse, there's some developer somewhere who's writing lines of code to make that button or that mouse click actually do what you want it to do. And so, again, regardless of what your current industry is, the tech industry is coming for it and it's replacing jobs. And I honestly think and believe that uh, software development will be one of the final careers left for humans <laughs> um, uh, in, in, in the near future. And, uh, you know, and I think that's something that's actually just great. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful job uh, where you get to use your mind every single day uh, and just solve really fun, interesting um, problems and challenges. If you could have a billboard and the entire world could read it, what would you like it to say and why? If, if I had a sign out there that everyone could read, it would say something along the lines of, Stop doing something that you don't enjoy. Um, it's not worth it. Life's too short to hate your job, to hate uh, what you do. If you have those Sunday blues um, because you know you have to get up and go to work the next day, that's just, it's awful. And I know because I, I lived that life for a while. I was in a career field that I didn't enjoy. And ultimately, I changed career fields. And, you know, I thought I, I had the golden handcuffs where I had a salary that was just you know, irreplaceable because of what my current skill set was and my current job. And I just, you know, I took the leap of faith. I decided, you know what, I I actually just want to do software development. And I've never been happier. Uh, And that's one of the things that we shoot for with our students is if you come through our school, we want this to be the career that you actually enjoy and the one that you don't um, stress about getting up and going to work with. So, I mean, that's that would be a very large billboard to say all of that, of course. But Stop doing what you don't enjoy. That's perfect. Thank you, Jake. We appreciate your time today, man. I'm a huge fan of you guys and uh, hoping and wishing all the best. Awesome. That's so great. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on. These episodes will be launched on Mondays and Thursdays. And if you'd like someone to be on the podcast, if you think there's someone in your network that should be recognized for the good they are doing in the world, please reach out to us and send us a direct message. We can be found at reachingworldpodcast on facebook.com. So be sure to find us there, like our page and submit any ideas or suggestions of individuals or organizations that should be highlighted on this podcast.